Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What's up and welcome back to the Kinda Funny Games cast. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes and I'm joined by... The master of hype, Snowbike Mike. Hey, hey, I'm on the games cast. I love it. Can't wait to talk to you today, Mike. There's an energy that you're giving off right yeah, now yeah. that could worries be, me. Could I could be anyway. anything. But, I just don't what know. What am I going to talk about this week? Who knows? I like how he's in power save mode before this. Head down on his desk <laughs> during an all-hands meeting. Great. Oh, pop up. Also, Monday morning, guess what I did? I invited him to my house to watch Money in the Bank, so that doesn't uh-huh. give me an answer. Yeah, just yeah. dodges the question. Uh-huh. Who's what? the who's the headliner of that one? I don't want to talk. I already told the you. That one. The it's blood the Civil War. Civil War. God, of course, that voice you hear is the big daddy himself, Greg Miller. Hello. Greg, when is uh, Money in the Bank? It is noon on Saturday. Shut up. Because it's in England. July 1st. Yes. Oh, I got now. Bloodline Civil War, eh? We got a bad history of civil wars over here, don't we? Got to acknowledge yeah, yeah, yeah. Really excited I guess not. That. that didn't work at all. I'm thinking, I've been confusing the Revolutionary War with the Civil War. <laughs> they, they have no real... Well, you know, I, I'd have to call Lucy about it. I don't you know would about have a British Civil War. I don't you know would have to. Um, how excited are you for Money in the Bank? Our special guest live from Los Angeles, California, Sancho West. You know, speaking of Los Angeles, there's only one wrestler that caliber, and that is L. A night. Yeah, that right there is going to win Money in the Blank. L.A. night. Book it. And I cannot wait to see what it all goes down. When but Logan Paul missed no. the briefcase, yeah. Sancho, I will expect a congratulatory text to me. Man, the only thing I think about is the real reason why they want Logan to win is so he could take it all over his podcast. Totally. But all when it comes down to when it's all said, nah, nah, when it's all said and done, it is L.A. night. I love him so much, Sancho. I'm with you. I'm rooting for L.A., but I, I think that Logan has this one in the bag. But anyhow, this isn't the wrestling podcast, or is it, Greg? Oh, you or come is over, it? you fucking asshole. <laughs> Today, we're going to be talking about AEW. We got Sancho here and Greg, who both played it. Um, we're also going to get a little Final Fantasy impressions for some of the boys over here who oh, haven't really okay. given their thoughts yet. Um, but... Before we get into all of that, of course, this is the Kind of Funny Games cast each and every week right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. We get together to talk about video games and all the things that we love about them. Um, you can get the show um, live by going to Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny. You also get the show ad-free, and you get to be a Patreon producer um, just like Delaney Twining has done, and we appreciate you so very, very much. Um, besides that, you can get a whole bunch of bonus content, Greg. Anything, you? anything specific you want to talk about? Uh, there's a whole bunch of Gregways up. That's mm-hmm. always exciting. We appreciate that quite a bit. Tomorrow's Gregway is going to be me talking about the new Superman, the new Lois. So you can go get that. Patreon.com slash kind of funny. Stoked about that. Kind yes. of feuties are always fantastic. I don't know if you're aware. I am the current champ. Mm-hmm. I am the current champ of kind of feudy. Thank you very much. The season eight and season nine champ. That's right. La champion right here. Don't worry about it. Having some fun. Champion. Yeah. 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 A lot of people talk about me as the season one champ. They don't talk about I that. I haven't man. been invited back since I won. 
Not even accurate. <laughs> season one was Crazy. so long ago. <laughs> yeah, if it's accurate, you have to find out by going to patreon.com slash kind of funny. You can get all that. Uh, two more Patreon producers I want to shout out here, James Hastings and Casey Andrew. We appreciate you all so very, very much. Today we're brought to you by BetterHelp, but I'll tell you about that later because I want to begin with something real quick, boys. Mm. Mm. Gamescast is the show about video games, all the things we love about them. I got to celebrate something I love about video games this weekend um, at Los Angeles, California. I was in Hollywood at the Hollywood Bowl, Sancho, because uh, Jeff Keighley put on the Game Awards 10-year anniversary concert, uh, the first of what I hope becomes an annual tradition. It was annual. a 10 out of 10. Oh, if not monthly, Greg. This shit was incredible. Monthly. But, <laughs> You're going to burn out so fast. Hell no, dude. I, do it I mean, every I love five years. I love this stuff. Nah, nah, nah. There's enough for, for it to be annual for sure. And I think especially when it comes to just the pure celebration of video games that Jeff has been pushing for a long time. We're big fans of over here. Uh, but they did such a great job of making it a fantastic show, just musically, a fantastic um performance from like a scale point of view hollywood bowl is an incredible venue the fireworks were awesome but i went with gia who is completely unfamiliar with any of this and the show was still fun for her it was still a high quality well-paced experience i think i thought they did i've been to dozens if not hundreds of concerts and orchestra type things um many of them video game related i feel like this did the best job of giving context to what we're seeing mm. they for every single song they would have someone come out and kind of uh, explain what's going on who they are in relation to it you see mario's a plumber everybody yeah so that's really what we were He's thinking of when song. he went ding 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 they had <laughs> neil come out and do the intro for last of us uh they had brian intahar do the intro for spider-man they debuted spider-man 2's new theme song um and the the kind of production just got crazier and crazier as the night went on like it kind of started off obviously daytime as it transitioned to night the lights got really cool then eventually for spider-man there was like ridiculous projections going all they over the, the place turn on the dark cast back had them swinging above you yeah exactly and <laughs> uh, with uh, the fireworks and all that stuff and then the big encore was uh jack black coming back out because tenacious d performed their song video games earlier in the night coming back out doing peaches the crowd went wild pretty mm -hmm. much a sold out show yeah like, wow i don't know by definition if it was sold out but looking around i was blown away that there was no empty seats would you like, say you were gobsmacked Gobsmacked, wow. Greg. Gobsmacked, <laughs> exactly. That's a band, right? I no, think that's Godsmacked. That's Godsmacked. Who did a song yeah, yeah. in Prince of Persia Warrior Within, which if they there did this go. annually, eventually they'd get down to that. Gotta get you to know what I'm talking gotta about? Gotta get to Godsmacked. Gotta have Halo. You, you, you really Big do. Big lack of Halo in that one. Well, so that was an interesting thing. Is I, I feel like this one focused a bit more on the present than uh, looking back mm -hmm. too much. Uh, we got Starfield, a little, I mean, that's the future, right? Spider-Man yes. going into Spider-Man 2. Like, I feel like there was a lot of that type of uh, game. Greg Miller. What was your read as the music aficionado of the Spider-Man 2 theme, Be Greater? Incredible. Yeah. And especially the way that they showed it. I mean, like, first playing uh, a medley of Peter's theme from 1, Miles' theme from 2, and then stopping, and then being like, now we're doing Spider-Man 2. And doing that, having a mix, I thought it was incredible. I think the new theme is incredible. Um, and again, having a lot of the composers actually there made it feel really, really special. Like, the um, uh, composer of Hades was the one performing oh that's awesome the, the music which was yeah. really great the uh conductor for the night is the composer of the mission impossible movies i'm out here fanboying out about all the nerd music shit um but i thought keely did a great job of just like presenting it all the the musicians musicians were incredibly talented and it was just a super fun experience that like i'm so happy i got to go to i'm so happy that everyone there seemed to have a good time everyone i talked to was like blown away of like this was 
an amazing experience. And I, I am going to push way harder to have more of us go next year if, uh, if they do it. And I hope that they do. Um, but anyways, great, great experience, Mike. I wish you were there. Bought tickets. Didn't go, though. I hate you so much. Super, oh, super oh, sad I didn't go. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Did you yeah. at least resell them or anything? No, I gave them away to a good friend. Yeah. Gave them away. <sighs> All right. Well, enough about that. If you have more questions, tweet at me. I'd love to answer them. Greg Miller. Timothy Geddes. You've been playing a little game called AEW Fight Forever. Correct. Something that you've been really excited about. Of course. Why? Uh, well, I think, you know, Greg Miller and video games has a bedrock founded on professional wrestling video games. I think, you know, you could go as far back as pretty much the start for me, right? Ghostbusters is the Sega Master System game that grabbed me. But when I found WWF, when I found what would become WWE, it then became the annualized thing of going through and living those uh, fandoms together in tandem, right? Uh, you know, you've seen the videos of me unwrapping Royal Rumble on Genesis and saying goody-goody gumdrops and getting raw the next year, and et cetera, so on, into high school where we were talking about, you know, these amazing games from AKI, right? And talking about, uh, hey, it's WCW, NWO Revenge. Hey, it's Russell. 2000 hey it's no mercy right at the pinnacle at the top and then of course the move over to smackdowns and then me getting hired at ign and reviewing smackdowns and that being one of the reasons they hired me and were so excited about me and yada 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 all the way through to now where of course i am technically a wwe superstar and have my card in the game wwe 2k 22 right like uh, or 23 uh like wrestling video games are as much a part of me as video games period are a part of me and so of course listening to the one and only Kenny Omega talk about wanting to make an AEW video game, getting it together, going with Ukes. Ukes having a lot of people who not only, uh, Ukes being the people who made the SmackDown games, the 2K games before, of course, 2K then tried to do it themselves and shit the bed, then took a year off and then came back and found their rhythm. Uh, but also having a whole bunch of people who made those N64 games we're talking about, right, from, from the AKI, AKI games. Um, and this is something that's been high on my list. You know, when, when they set off and said, we want to make a, spiritual successor to no mercy you have my interest you have my attention and as we've gotten closer we've seen the internet react to screenshots and videos and be a little rough on it and this that and the other about it and the entire time i've sat there and looked at it, i go this looks like what a modern no mercy would look like the amount of times i've said when we do play a 2k wwe game I don't know why you're trying to make it so photorealistic. I don't know why you're getting hung up on this. Like the, you get into those uncanny, uncanny valley moments, right? Where it just doesn't look good. It just doesn't work. Why are you doing that? Just make it look like a no mercy would. And they did that here. And I think AEW fight forever in the run up to it. As we got more information on it, as they started dialing back expectations, where they were very clear of like, listen, we're never going to be able to compete with, compete with the visuals of WWE. We are never going to be able to compete with the modes of WWE. This is our first time making a game, and Kenny Omega was like, I want to make a No Mercy spiritual successor that has that kind of arcade gameplay. They've succeeded at that. I think uh, I, I'm the kind of funny. I'm the lead reviewer on this one. I'm excited because I know Sancho has been. I, we haven't talked. I've talked to no one about this game. I've been reviewing in a vacuum, which I always honestly appreciate because it's exciting for me too. I'm giving on the kind of funny scale this one a three out of five. This is okay. And I know that I always talk on these shows about how I like okay because it could be it's okay or it's okay. You know what I mean? 
I would, if you were going to ask me in a colloquial conversation, I would say this is good. This is a good wrestling game, but I'm talking about the foundation. I'm talking about that arcade gameplay. Uh, I'm a big fan of Not Sam Wrestling, the podcast uh, from Sam Roberts, and he, I don't know what's going on. People are getting codes. Mega Rand streaming this tonight. I'm like, well, that's not the review embargo I got, but whatever. You know, it's a weird thing. He talked a little bit on his podcast about it. It was like, I've only played a little bit of it, and you know, it's something I could see myself coming back to in like 10-minute bursts, 10 to 15-minute bursts. I think that's exactly right. I don't, I don't think there's a lot of meat on the bone in terms of stuff to do outside of it, but I do think the engine and the moment-to-moment gameplay is fun. Uh, if you're single player, I might not be like, oh, yeah, you're going to be around a long time. But for me, it's a three out of five. I'm excited to hear Sancho West. So, Sancho West, give us the little story just like Gray did. Like, what's your kind of history with wrestling games and then lead into what would you give AW5 Forever on the kind of funny scale? One of my favorite memories of wrestling and video games was going to the Frank Irvin Center to a signing with Shawn Michaels. I'm in line. I have my Nintendo 64 cover of WWF Warzone. Oh, yeah. And if you don't know, on the cover, it's Stone Cold, but on the back of the cover, it's him getting body slammed by Stone Cold. It's Shawn Michaels getting body slammed by Stone Cold. And I remember I'm just shaking and I'm nervous, and I hand him the back of the cover, like sign my box. And he, he pauses and he looks at it. He's like, hmm. And he just signs it real quickly, and I had never been so starstruck in my life when I see the you know, heartbreak hit Shawn Michaels. Everything that Greg said is beat for beat the same for me. I remember playing WrestleMania the arcade in the arcade yeah. and smoking dudes left and right with The Undertaker doing the infinite ultra combo at the very end. <laughs> so the entire thing about wrestling, it, it is at my core, and my favorite wrestling games are the Nintendo 64 ones. Those are the ones that... You don't need any meat on the bone. Those games had literally nothing. They just had modes. They barely had any tutorials, and they told you to basically figure things out in yourself. And there was some of that magic of like, oh, I could do a, a dive out of the ring by just running towards it. I could dive over the, the corner of the turnbuckle, just diving over it. And those were the magic moments that I enjoyed the most of those games. So when I got the opportunity to review AEW, I was very excited because just like uh, Greg said, Kenny was talking about bringing back the, that old school vibe. It totally does capture it. The big thing, though, is I understand, like, this what it feels to me is just like, look, this game has been in development for such a long time. We just need to get it out. Mm. And it's just like as a content creator, we have the same vibe. It's like sometimes you're going to throw something out there and it's not perfect, but at least it's out there. And you kind of get that vibe from it because there is a lot of missing things. And as they start to scale back, there's no commentary. There's no kind of like um, in-depth move set list sometimes. You will find that a lot of the wrestlers have the same set list. And you're kind of like, hmm, that kind of feels weird. How many knee strikes are there going to be out there? So you can start, once you start pulling the thread or the, the yarn ball, you start pulling at it, you start seeing that there's not much here. So, but at the end of the day, there's a little spice in there. There's something magical in there behind all this kind of stuff that's not there. And that's what this game does really well. And on the kind of funny scale, I would definitely have to agree a three out of five. It's okay. But honestly, if without that engine and without recapturing some of those moments of the Nintendo 64, I would give this a two out of five. Mm. Uh, as a single player experience, the AEW Road to Elite, it tries to capture the vibe of the AEW rise from the announcement to all the way. But... The problem is it, Greg, that I found, and I don't know if you found the same way if you played through that the whole entire thing. Oh, I did. Is that because of the um, production delays, this feels like AEW from three to four years ago. 
And the product that is being served now in AEW is not the same as it was way back when. And without that historical legacy that it does at WWE Showcase or WWF and all those kinds of things, it doesn't ring as hard as it should. And like, for example, there was a moment when you win the FTW belt from Taz and you, you win the belt and everything. And then there's a huge disconnect because it cuts to Brian Cage accepting the belt. You're like, but wait a minute. I just won that belt. It doesn't make any sense for you to show me this moment in mm. AEW history. So there, there's, a, there's a couple of those, of those disconnects. Um, overall, as someone that, that loves crispy controls, it's not as crispy as a Nintendo 64. There's a kind of weird delay when it comes to using the moves. But everything about it, I would say the best opportunity, that reason why it went from a 2 to 3, Tim, was that I was playing with my friend. And that is where the game shines the most. Multiplayer, the random shenanigans. You could literally get on the skateboard and go down the ramp. You could do a sick ollie and land on somebody. You could use finishers with weapons that are electrocuted, wrapped up bats with barbed wire. All that kind of stuff is available for you. And it's like a big sandbox. But with uh, the $60 price tag, the full boat price tag, that's to me, that's where it gives me the pause. Mm, sure. But I would have to say, though... Uh, like Greg said, this is a great first step. And this would definitely, if they wanted to, if they did a w, like an AEW versus New Japan Pro Wrestling, a Forbidden Door sequel, that in itself would make this worthwhile. I hope that, uh, you know, support this game. Don't give up on it because the engine is what, where the magic is for me. Yeah, lots to unpack. Uh, I'm glad we're so aligned on so many of your points, uh, Sancho. Uh, you know... I think what's interesting to start with is you compare it to current AEW programming and, of course, how long yep. gestating this game has been. Of course, as you just saw in some of the gameplay, Cody Rhodes is in there, right? Which, of course, mm -hmm. Cody is now infamously with WWE. It has been for a year now, right? It's been a while. Also, yep. hilariously, remember, right, when they re released the box art for AEW Fight Forever, CM Punk was front and center. Mm -hmm. Then he got into a giant brawl with the Elite and left the company, yep. and they took him off the box, but they've somehow come all the way around now to where CM Punk is back, like, two weeks removed as this game comes out, which is pretty hilarious, mm -hmm. and he's still in the game, obviously, just not a cover athlete. Um, what? So jumping off of that, I think it's a very uh, uh, salient point to call out, right? I am not an AEW fan. That's not, mm -hmm. I'm not a hater. It's just the fact that I've tried a few times and I've never caught the cadence. I've never jumped on board. I've never found somebody that I'm like, I want to watch the program for this. Now that might, for some people, even though I doubt you'd be watching this preview and be like, well, I shouldn't trust Greg or the fact that I'm, you know, work for WWE here and there. Like, I think that this is a compliment to how much I like the game in the same way. When I was growing up, Tim, I was ride or die WWF. Like, I did not watch WCW. I did not like the product from WCW. So when WCW, NWO, oh, Revenge dropped, and I was a hardcore WWF Warzone guy, and I, I came over and played that, and I was like, oh, man, this is such a better wrestling game. It became mm -hmm. my de facto. I, I mm -hmm. know WCW. I know the NWO through that lens. Very like, cool. I now know AEW through it. And so... What I actually want to counter one of Sancho's things that he didn't like, even though there's plenty to talk about, about what I didn't like in Road to Elite. I appreciated when you win the FTW belt, when in, uh, I, of course, made Andy Cortez, had him go through that, right? Uh, he's my Road to Elite male. And then I made Jen to go through the women's division. When Jen won the women's title, what is cool, and I think, honestly, one of the things I know you love so much, Tim, from the WWE Showcase series, you get this video that is, 
yes, it's not your character winning because it's the real footage of like, here is when they introduced the FTW belt. Here's what happened with it with Cage. Here is the women's title the first time. When you start Road to Elite, it's starting as if they are starting AEW. So it is, we had a vision of going through yeah. and doing, and it's, you know, it's Kenny Omega talking. And they're not short, which I really appreciate. Like when I, when I uh, beat CM Punk, right? And they go into the CM Punk makes his debut thing. It is a meaty, full on here's all the footage i mean they cut the commercial but they do the whole thing of like in 90 seconds we have a 90 second commercial break you've waited this long you can wait nine and then they come back and he's talking in the ring and it's like damn and they don't blur crowd faces they don't blur refs faces mm. like it annoys me in wwe showcases right mm. they do a really good job of i as me not knowing the product here's what's happening and here's what happened in real life i appreciate that so i, I love that so yeah. my question to you is i remember uh actually like the reason that I got into to wrestling, period, kind of started with playing uh, SmackDown versus Raw. So a little later than uh, your guys' memories of the N64 stuff. But yeah. um, I remember finding characters I liked. Eddie Guerrero liking his moveset sure. so much. And then tr that translated, oh, I like you on TV so much as well. So playing this, you getting a little bit of an education on AEW. You're aware, but like yeah. this stuff is like updating you more and getting you, I think, even a uh, better foundation. Did you find people that you're like, I... I want to know more about this Orange Cassidy fellow. <laughs> well, I know about Orange <laughs> Cassidy. Please. Right. It's not like please, I never please. saw anything from AEW and I listen to a wrestling podcast and know stuff. So like coming in, I know who I'm doing. I mean, you have like, you know, uh, you have Cody Rhodes, you have uh, Dustin, Brand, you have Brian Danielson. Yeah. Exactly. Right. I mean, Chris Jericho is there, right? My favorite yeah. wrestler of all time and things like that. Mm -hmm. But yes, I did get introduced to people. I had never heard of Powerhouse Hobbs. I just didn't know him. I knew he was Team Taz, right? So I was like, I'm a Taz guy from ECW way back. I was excited to play as Hook, who is actually DLC coming up. So he's not even out yet. He's part of the season pass. So when they introduced Hobbs, I was like, oh, I'm going to try him because he looks like he's my speed. And yes, he is now one of my go-tos in ex exhibition to go through and play cool. as him and have that out there and have that experience with it. Um, but then back to the Road to Elite thing because I don't want to let it off the hook. No, that, it's, the, it's the biggest thing that they have. It's the only biggest thing that they have. Exactly, right? And so it is your career. It is a year of uh, AEW, but it is four main blocks where it's like four months where you play through the, the weeklies and the dynamites and maybe you go to a dark or maybe they introduce something there. Then it's a pay-per-view, right? So you get mm -hmm. four pay-per-views to play through for this career. I, and I, I, I'm not even gonna say I remember it with rose-tinted glasses because when I got a Steam Deck, the first thing I allegedly did was download WrestleMania 2000 right on it mm -hmm. and play through it and immediately go into the career mode there with Kurt Angle. And you remember how the, it was a branching thing. It didn't matter if you won or lost. The story went and it changed or whatever. Starting up, you know, uh, 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 Road to Elite for the first time, I was like, okay, cool. They immediately toss you into the Casino Battle Royale. So, you you know, you draw your car and you come out. Super yeah. difficult. Super difficult. <laughs> so, especially Super when I was difficult. like, I was like, oh, I want to learn the game i'll just jump into a crew it's the first thing that happened i you know i i get eliminated i'm like is this gonna be one of those goddamn things i have to keep oh no okay no the the we will Whoa. move on in this block yep. they call them i like i will move on this block all right cool and so it's like yeah you know uh, i'm gonna go uh, tag with gold dust dustin you know what i mean he's not gold dust he's dustin and so they i get in this thing of tagging with him i'm like okay cool we're together we're they like and like road to elite is this both endearing and then i think at times i think on my second playthrough a little bit annoying of like it isn't just hey here's the story it is cool you wrestled last night and now you're here and you're it has a little plane fly to the city you're in austin and so now that you're in austin what do you want to do 
Because you can jump straight to the the match or you go go to dynamite at the end of the week, but you can also uh, work out. You can eat. You can do. You can go do an op. You can go play a mini game, and be, they do all of this because you also have skill points, money, energy, and a mood meter that are then going to affect how you enter the match. And so you're balancing all these systems to go do it, which is fun and quirky. And like when you you know your energy is low, you ha- I would go eat. You go to eat, and it's always one of the same waitresses bringing over a food and, be, and like they tell you about the town you're in. So it'll be yeah. like, you're in Austin. Tex-Mex is huge here. They explain what Tex-Mex is. Yeah. <laughs> I like this. I'm into this you're, idea. At the end of it, it shows you, you scarf down your food and you get the plus whatever. And then it shows you just a, a JPEG of the food and explains and makes a little thing about it. There's a great Game Informer uh, Easter egg well, in there reference I loved. It's interesting because William Regal's like, this is what wrestlers do when you're on the road. You get to go see all these things and sightsee and interact with all. Greg, h- hear me out. It, this is super capcom all oh, this, yeah. this is all Capcom type vibes, and this yeah. is all Kenny's influence. I really feel it. Well, it's it's. I think it's definitely it's it's Yuke's in that Japanese game development mm-hmm. style and in jokes here because there's a great turn of there's a great one. I don't want to spoil anything, but like you talk to the waitress at one point and she uh, spells out how how this word is said, and your character responds like, "Oh, that's great!" On account of there being no vo, da 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 da, like you know what I mean, explaining why they would. That's funny. Like, that's funny, and it's like real cute the first time, but then the second time, I'm like, "All right, skip all these conversations," because yeah. it is like I gotta go work out to do the thing to get the skill points to apply to my wrestler to make them better and do this. Th- and so it's there's a thing there, but like. For me, I love wrestling, as you just called out the main event that this jabroni wouldn't know anything about. Civil War at Money in the Bank this weekend, right? Story. Wrestling is about story. And so what they get wrong here that I don't think No Mercy did back in the day, right? WrestleMania 2000 did of giving you a narrative for what your character was going on here. I have this whole thing. It's Andy. It's Dustin. They're a tag team. I hate being tag team. Tag teams are rarely fun in video games. They are definitely not fun in this, but we'll get to that. Run the whole thing. Do the whole thing. You know, all of a sudden, Andy's ring gear is missing. Andy wrestles oh, no. in his street codes, his clothes. We beat, we win the tag team titles. And as we're celebrating with the titles, Dustin confesses, I hid your clothes as a rib. Like, I, I hid your clothes. And I think it was a choice if I can turn on him or not. I turn on him. The little JR, like, pops up and is like, oh, my God. Like, they turned on him. But what does this mean for the tag team champions? I don't know. I beat the road to elite and it's never referenced again. I guess we're still the tag team champions. And I walked off with the belt because it doesn't matter. I got into another, like not even feud storyline. Then it abruptly ends in the fourth block. And granted, this is kind of choose your own adventure. You know what I mean? Not, not really, Mm -hmm. but you know, there's different things like there was in no mercy. So there might be a way to get a more cohesive way. But like for me, for Andy's end, it was the final one was like, all right, well, he's just wrestling a bunch of different people every night in a kind of a gauntlet way, and then uh, now he's going for the AEW world title at the end of it. I was like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, this is just so nonsense. And what I found in Jen's storyline, because it's different for male or females, but it is the same if you were to go through as a man, like you have, you start with the Battle Royale and then branch if you lose again. Blah, blah, blah. Like, there's fewer female characters in the game, so it felt like yep. there was a more cohesive thing, but even there, it wasn't like, uh, you beat me at this thing, so I'm doing It's like, ah, oh, like... I I'm coming out and I'm doing the food thing and I'm doing the photo ops and I'm, I, you can win multiple belts, but it doesn't feel like I'm accomplishing anything. Cause they're just tossing belts at me. It's like, all right. Like, hmm. yeah. So, yeah. so Sancho, you being more of an AEW guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. So did you feel that they did a good job, uh, representing the, the different personalities in AEW? I, I think they, I think they kind of did. I mean, I I've heard that 
It could be better. Uh, like, like what I mean. It's like the idea is there, but the execution is is not there. So, for example, those workout things and whatnot. I wish I could actually work out like in Grand Theft Auto. I think that would have added a little bit something to it. You do get the personalities of of uh, the young bucks and Kenny a lot. So like the elite mini games are so hilarious, and you just totally feel it is the BTE segments so that you see on YouTube. Like it has that same kind of humor, but there's no depth to it beyond like the initial. You get the initial like like Greg said, you laugh at it, but then after that, there's no nothing more than that. I think, like I said, when I mentioned that it does not represent today's AEW, is there's a lot of great personalities that are over right now in AEW that are missing. Like right now, the tag team, the Acclaim, are so funny and they're so awesome. And they have uh, Billy Gunn, or for those WWF fans, WWE fans, Billy Gunn is the third member, or they call him Daddy Ass. He's in there too. And uh, Tim, they like to say, scissor me. That is their thing for the Acclaim. All that's missing. Like that's right now. That's way is... too current though. I've seen that. I've seen that angle take off, right? And yeah, that's that thing where right. it's like, yeah, there's no way to get that in. It, that, and that's the thing that you see that is the shortcomings of this AEW game. And as well, it does feel like a forever ago when you see MJF feuding with Jericho. But the MJF back then is not the same MGF that we, MJF that we have now. Yeah. MJF is the world champion. And he has a, a totally – he has the same kind of personality, but it is such more refined. So it's so alarming when you go back to see this old push. Like, oh, yeah, that's where they came from. Um I think Does that what work it is. though? In a way, well, that's where, like, what I mean. Like with the N sixty four nostalgia play of it all, of like you play No Mercy, you play something, and it's like I mean, The Rock's not on WWE currently, but like there's still something there. Like, is it too soon to be nostalgic for those early AEW days? Well, that's a good point. I I just think right now AEW is on fire lately, especially when they just came off Forbidden Door. I mean, they have some of the greatest matches, especially Will Ospreay and Kenny Omega. That you, if I was a fan who just saw that pay per view, I'd be like, oh my god, I want to play Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega, and he's not there. I mean, granted, I know he's not AEW official, but there's like you want that, and that's what is so much better when it comes to WWE. Is that 2K3 product, the 2K23, this is practically almost one for one that you've seen that it's happening right now on TV. They make those adjustments and you could have the bloodline right now. And I know, you know, the comments me like, well, that's what AEW said. They can't compete with that. But I do feel that that is a part of these wrestling games is kind of having that. Let me recreate those things. And the creative wrestler as well is not as in-depth that you would be hoping for. Yeah. There, there's not a lot of faces. There's not a lot of hairstyles. If I can there's, pick up. Like it's yeah, just a, just a, that would be the overall problem. I think beyond uh, the overall problem is that it's beyond. It's a shallow pool across the board. Mm-hmm. Where I got in, I made Andy. I got in, I made Jen. This is very much which I'm not against how it was in WrestleMania 2000. No mercy of like, listen, it's not photorealistic. It's gonna you're gonna get as close, blah blah. But it's extremely limited from hairstyles to t-shirts to names they can like you know they call andy i think it's uh on andre c because there's no andy and there's no cortez they call jen uh jenny miller because there's no jen right and it's like these are little things but i'm trying the pool is small on all of this in, in like you know they have create an arena but you start with a template of one of the existing shows you can't upload stuff which makes sense but you even like you you have to be using like uh the AEW or uh, one of the the pay-per-view names or whatever on some of the chairs or whatever. Yeah, the matchup screens have to be dark or full gear or double or nothing Mm -hmm. or AEW. Like, 
they let you get a little bit creative with like you know the, the flooring for the mats and this that, and the other. And you can put statues in there, but at no point do you feel like I'm making something from the ground up. You, Does it feel like the, like there's a purpose to even having a creative arena, a create a arena if it's that limited, or do you think that they should have just not even had that stuff? I think if you didn't have that, I think then it would be glaringly obvious how thin the game is. I think to Sancho's point, like even me playing, I did not get a chance to try multiplayer stuff. There is online, there is ranked, there is private, there is all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I didn't get a shot, a chance to do it, so I can't speak to how it works, nor did I do anything local. But I think this is a local game in the same way yeah. for No Mercy. It was me and my friends at the N64 playing it over and over again. So there I could see screwing around and making a different ring making a different thing they use again the no mercy stuff that i really liked there of like you know when you're playing the game no matter what you're doing you're earning bucks right you're earning in-game currency that you can then go spend to get new moves uh cody or the female ref uh some mm -hmm. different things it's like oh what a great idea here i've done road to the elite once and once and a half right now and then played a, you know, a bunch of exhibition and I've bought everything. I think I might be short, like maybe mm -hmm. seven moves. And none of it was like, I, I immediately bought Cody Rhodes because he was behind the, the, the in-game store. It's not paywall, but you know what I mean? And it was like, once I got him, I was like, oh, I don't want anything else. So just keep buying everything in there. And it's like, whatever. Like it's, I'm not motivated to do it. I'm hoping with the DLC, the season pass, they'll update that. They'll go, you know, they do give you the whole like daily, weekly, and then forever challenges that are in there of play, you know, 50 matches. We get this thing, do that thing, play a match as Chris Jericho and do something, which is a nice motivator, but like it's all surface motivation. Mm -hmm. It's all shallow motivation where I'm, I enjoy this game. I enjoyed my time with it, but I'm not, I'm not coming back to it unless maybe the season pass adds more stuff or does some stuff to it. Uh, just to pick up where Greg left off about the multiplayer, I, I, that's where it, it, it clicked a lot harder than it has in the single player experience. When I brought my friend, I played, I've known since college, we had so many laughs and we're having like 30, 40 minute like drag out battles. We're trying to figure out like how to climb the ladder and it's like not really clipping correctly. Like all that kind of stuff. We're having a good time. We're doing specials after special. And that right there is where this game is going to succeed. Uh, when I was thinking about this review, I was like, well, what kind of game is it? And one of my things that I always like to say is it, do I have to meet this game halfway? Mm. And you do have to meet this game a little bit more than halfway for you to really embrace what it's trying to do. And I think those multiplayer moments are what's so great. And I was just thinking about Tim, what you asked, do these wrestlers feel like these wrestlers? I would say the bigger the superstar or the bigger the AW pro wrestler, the more it feels like them. Like Kenny Omega's moveset, it's much more deep than a, m most of the roster. Like Kenny has like six different signatures. He has five different finishers almost. And you could see a lot of the, when the wrestlers do have that love and care to it, that it feels like them. But as I was creating my character and my friend who noticed this as well, he's like, does all the wrestlers have these knee moves, knee strikes to the belly? Cause that's all we were doing. And we were like, it doesn't have like distinct, like uh, no mercy. The rock has these, you know, mm -hmm. his signature strikes and, you know, and Kane has his signature throat strikes. Like those are the kinds of things you feel in over the cross the board. I think Greg nailed it on the board. You know, it's a very shallow move list in some areas, but in the areas where you want, where it matters the most, the finishers, the signatures, it totally captures. There's nothing like being um, freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy and putting your hands in his pockets. Slossed and now, dude, now you have that 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 variant, and it's really cool. Uh, and it's really fun to play that. And like I said, the ma uh, the best magic is discovering new things. Like, okay, I could use this skateboard. 
go up into the ring flawlessly, dive off the skateboard onto someone down below. Like, that is where this game excels in. And the, and the couple of things, though, that I feel that WWE does do better is that it does feel like you're watching wrestling sometimes, like, especially with the animation setups, like, you know, John Cena's Five Moves of Doom, like, all that is set up beautifully in the WWE product. And here, you have to create the magic, but it's there. Like, you could set up a... Like, uh, I was Adam Cole, and nothing like dropping the boom on someone where he does the taunt in the crowd. Greg, we didn't talk about it, but the crowd is actually really good in this game. Like, yeah. I feel like the crowd is alive. So when I'm Adam Cole, and I and I do my taunt, and the crowd goes, Adam Cole, baby! And I go right in there, and I lay down, I, I put my knee pad down. Like, those are the things, like, I feel the game gets right, and it, it, if you feel that fun in it. But, um... I just hope they don't give up on it. Like, that's the, that's the one thing I, I hope they don't. It, de it doesn't have the bells and whistles, but you could add bells and whistles to it. It does have some of that SmackDown magic that you were talking about, Tim, where it's just a weird, awkward backstage segments, but it doesn't have, like, the random run-ins or the brawl in the back room, that kind of stuff, where you're like, all of a sudden, like, you know what? Let's fight in here in the bathroom, like that, that kind of stuff. So it doesn't have that, but I think it could do it, but convincing people to spend $60... In this day and age, for a in this game economy, does, in this economy that doesn't have much, I, I, that's going to be hard unless you have like a solid friend group or an online community uh, to play. Because I didn't get the chance to play like public matches or ranked matches, so um, it's be interesting to see. Because we all know, I don't know if y'all gentlemen on the board here, did y'all ever play like online matches? They're very cheesy. Like people do the cheesy oh, yeah. stuff, the cheesiest stuff, and I I could see that happening with some of the moves here. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think, it, it, like I said, when it comes to the multiplayer, I think it's, it's a, that's where you're going to have the most fun with this title. 100%. I have a really big question about this game. Sure. But okay. before I ask, <gasps> here's a word from our sponsors. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. It's so easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs from you and never take a moment to think about what you need from yourself. I know this from experience, how often it just seems easier to care about others and to keep it moving. But when we spend all of our time giving, it can leave us feeling stretched thin and burnt out. Therapy can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. Some of my very best friends use BetterHelp and love how helpful it can be for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash kindoffunny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash kindoffunny. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Greg Miller. Hey, buddy. Is this game fun? Yes. I think it's fun. Uh, even without the multiplayer, I, it was that thing of once I got my sea legs for it, uh, you know, we are, you know, WWE 2K has been the only game in town for quite some time. Sorry, Fire Pro. You've been around too, but you know what I mean. So it, mm-hmm. it, it is kind of a step backwards of like, oh, there's a block button for punches and a block button for re- or reverse button for grapple. Like, okay, I need to work my head around that. I think they do a really good job in some respects. It's hit or miss of really nailing what they're going for. No Mercy, that engine, right? was known for being pick up and play. You could get in, you could master it. You, you you could play no matter what, you could master it if you wanted to, right? This is the same thing of weak grapple, strong grapple. You know, hold it, let, you tap it. Weak, you strike, strong strike, punch or kick. Uh, but I really love the thing in here of, you know, before where it was like, you know, you had to do in, in the N64 games, you know, you'd hit your joystick that would put you into special mode, right? And then you had to get a strong grapple and then into your thing. Now they've eliminated that where you can just, if you once you hit it into special, if you're in the, uh, the right setup, you can hit the joystick stick and they'll grapple and do it for you signatures are on the d-pad you can just hit that from a different thing and go for it you can go right into those moves and oftentimes have enough time for two it's easy enough that i feel i felt like after my first match i was like okay drag the body with this pick them up with this do this thing i can figure that out you know your first their tutorials i think i think are pretty great at all right here's how the ladder match works here's how lights out is going on blah 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 the game is fun to play it is fun to go through and do it i do think there is a difficulty problem i would say where you know when i started it as andy and it was on normal i eventually got to where i was just beating people and i was just destroying them and like i felt one to two minutes like it was i was coming in and you know you're doing a whole thing of gaming the system to a degree too of like if your mood's super high you come in with more momentum so it's easier to get going and i your moon your mood Mm -hmm. mood your mood is up there mood Got you're it. excited to be there. And you're investing your points in building your character, so I'm making my finishers stronger, you know what I mean? Um, with the in-game currency, I'm doing for that mode. Greg, did you do the the power-up where you have your special the whole week? No. You I, literally ha- oh I saw that, but goodness. I was like, I don't even need it. I just don't oh, need that. I kept putting it, it into the other stuff. Great, because they start throwing the random gauntlet matches. It's like, ah, here's all the villains. Yeah. All these. It's like very like, here's all the villains of AEW you're going to go through. And then I had special the whole time, so I'm like literally just throwing down everybody yeah. and like wiping the floor with everybody but it's like that's worth it that's, that's the kind of thing like that's where it's fun when you lean into the absurdity of it the capcon sure. of it but when, uh yeah when i popped out though i d- i cranked it up to elite right especially because there was a trophy for it and i was like oh man this might be tough and it wasn't it was marginally more difficult than what it was which wasn't difficult at all and so there's that part of it but i still enjoyed playing it i still enjoyed seeing uh, uh road to elite i was excited to find oh the woman's uh, one's gonna be different than that not to mention if you really wanted to you could go through and 
not lose the match you did or win the match or choose, you know, to work with somebody against, against somebody. Cause it, it, there are parts in the storylines that are like, all right, cool. Like if you want to be on our, in our uh, faction, right. Then let me win this match. And then, you know, blah, blah, blah. And if you don't, it goes away. And Jen's thing. She got kidnapped by a week for a week <laughs> and they took the bag off. Right. Like I told you not. And it's like, I'm sorry, Mr. Brody Lee. And it's like, it, it, that is the over the time. And then JR, they're like, they do Brody Lee's like, you know, the late, great Brody Lee. It's like, Hey, listen, like if you don't report me to the cops, I'll give you a title shot at the next pay-per-view. Cause it was an accidental kidnapping. <laughs> and they're like, all right, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, they're leaning into it. And then, but then JR is like, Oh man, it sucks. You were kidnapped. They're like, now you don't have time to get ready. You used to go straight to the, the dynamite tonight. Like, all right, whatever. Like that's, that's what you're coming in for. It's enjoyable, I think, and it is. I, I, there, you know, I think the animations look good for the most part. There's a few times they don't, um, but for like, I, I'm talking about how it is fun to play, and I do like it. I do want to call out a, a number of things I think hold it back, right? And these are small quibbles, but they are there. You know, some finishers can transition right into a pin. You can be in the mm -hmm. middle of the finisher and then hit L1 and go for the pin. Lots of other moves can't, which I think is such a weird thing not to be able to do. You know, like you're coming up off a signature elbow drop, and it's like. This is my third signature, my second finisher. Like, just let me go into a pin from that. I couldn't on that. Targeting is terrible. I it is. can't, I, oh, mm. like the, and they, you know, the story mode, of course, dropping you in a lot of tag matches, a lot of four a ways. Lot. And so then it is, you know, clicking L3 to change who you're looking at or whatever, but there's no arrows. There's no color coding. So it is, you're trying to follow eyesight, which led to people getting a drop on me a lot. It can be pandemonium when there's that many people in the ring, which is never fun. Cause it's not pandemonium in the sense of like, Anything can happen. It's pandemonium. I'm fighting this guy and they're trying to grab the guy behind me, but they grab me and now we're there. The AI can be stupid as hell where it just it's gets stuck on people and it can't get to where it's going. Your person can be terrible at breaking up your thing here. What are yep. you laughing at? You just laughing at him beating him? The gameplay is so funny. Uh, you know, it's one of those intergender matches are here that is not in WWE. I appreciate I like that. that. Not mm -hmm. I like it too. Not only do I like it, of course, because it's a smaller roster, I like it because then it got integrated into Jen's story. Like she won the world, the women's world title pretty much right away. Then got the belt got dropped. Then it was like, okay, well you're here. So now this happened, but like, can you go out and fight CM Punk tonight? And you went out and did all these different things. And it was like, oh my God. Or I mean, it was Matt Hardy needed me to go and fight somebody in his place. And it was like, oh my God, you know, she's fighting and she did it and she won. And now once that happened, it's kind of just been, now it's just a mix up where you can fight a, you can, your women are fighting men and it's not like a big deal. It's not like a weird thing going on. I liked that. Uh, I like that finishers and signatures are so easy. I already said that animation's good. I hate the pinfall and submission system. There's no visual feedback for it. You know, your pin, they want you to kick out, mash the buttons. Okay. But like, you're not showing am I close? Am I far away? Am I, am I mashing? Is my mashing good or bad? Same with submissions. I don't know what's going on with that. Um, and then, yeah, you know, again, I hate tag matches. So it's so frustrating to do the thing of like, Hit your special on the guy who's legal in the ring. Poorly target the other guy. Run over there and knock them down. Hope you have enough time to get back and do the pin. And I do not like the mini games. They put in these mini games uh, <laughs> that are, uh, you've seen them online. I think a bunch of them, right? Of like catch the tokens and don't get blown up by the bombs. And then there's push each other out of <laughs> Fucking wrestling, man. Yeah. Push each other out of the ring. They, dr they drop him into Road to Elite. And it's like, ah, it's like fun. It's like, I don't want to ever do this. And I don't enjoy doing them. And then they're outside of it too for you and your friends to go do. No, the only one I thought that was interesting that I wish they did more of was there is an AEW trivia game of like, it mm. is like, all right, you know, which one of these wrestlers isn't from uh, Canada? And like, there it is right there. Right. And it's like, those are oh. interesting, but they put all this stuff in there. And again, it's interesting to see you try to push this, but it also feels a lot like Superman 64 when they added a multiplayer mode. And it was like, I don't know. don't need that. I don't need the Superman 64 in general, but I don't need that here. This seems like 
padding of a degree of like, well, you could do it in your thing, but you could also do this. And it's like, I'm okay. Like, you know what I mean? It's just a weird thing. Yeah. Any closing thoughts for you, Sancho? Uh, I guess my, 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 my main thing about it is that there is like the input of the controllers is not as crispy as a Nintendo 64. 100%. It's like a little bit, and like, uh, which leads to like very poor countering. You don't really feel that you nail a counter sometimes. You can't counter into a special. I've tried like so many times to do that. I haven't found the ability to steal a special as well. Those are some of my favorite things to do. And I played this game for hours. I was hoping to steal specials. Um, steal is in I, like use their move. Yeah, yeah, use their move. So like, them. this is one of the other problems I think, not with the game, but with were you is this your creative character or anybody? Uh, anybody. Like, so, I was like, I know there's passives, right? I, I, don't, I don't know which wrestlers have the passives. When, exactly. When you, like, they have a whole bunch of stuff under the hood here of like, oh, well, you have the in the corner buff or this, that, the other. When I was building out Jen, I already looked at the trophy list and saw there was a move or a trophy for, you know, winning off of using somebody special against them. When I was going through building her out, I went into the, the different things you can buy with the money to add to your character. And it was there, the gimmick theft. And so I did it there, but yeah, I don't know. Like you can, like they have a bunch of weird menu things where I was like today, like in my final things before we went, I was like, I never really went into this menu where it's the options in the jukebox, which of course, like you can turn on whatever music you want or don't want. Cause originally I was like, dude, I'm so sick of hearing the same three songs. And then I was like, Oh, there's a section here that has way more songs. Why wouldn't you just put it all on random? doesn't matter. Then there's the thing of like, you go in and it's the superstars, and if you use the superstar or beat them, I forget, in exhibition, you unlock their autograph. There's autograph, information yep. in there and this, that, and the other. And then you can put your profile thing. I was like, why is this all buried over here? So I don't either know right off the bat of like who has gimmick theft and who doesn't or whatever. So it's like there's a lot they've added in there that I don't think is necessarily the most compelling thing that you need to go find. But there is stuff under the hood that's happening. But then I'm, I'm also confused of like I ran Andy through Road to Elite. It ended. And he's available to play, and he seems like he has all the stuff I unlocked in Road to Elite, but that's still not like a full run of, like, he doesn't have every finisher he should have, right? Because I didn't buy those slots. So then I was like, okay, I'll do another Road to Elite with Andy and buy those slots. I did that, but it only carried over some of my thing. And I'm like, I don't understand what the fuck's going on. Are you looking forward to next year's, if there is one? I, there's one? not a chance in hell there's a game next year. Oh, yeah. No way. No yeah. way. It, I think there's a chance there's a sequel. A chance, yes. Mm -hmm. If I was a betting man, no, I don't think there will be. I think uh, I, I think this took so long and gestated for so long that I would be shocked if it's going to be big enough that AEW's like, let's do it again. But I, I'd love to be wrong because I'm with Sancho of like, I enjoy what I've played and I think if you would add to it, you would, again, like, remember, ah, I can never remember. What was the first one? I loved WCW versus the world. Yep, there you go. Right. Yeah. I remember when that one started and like you compare that to Revenge, that to No Mercy, that, um, that to WrestleMania 2000, that to No Mercy, like, you see how these things went and evolved and mm -hmm. changed and got huge. I'd love to see that here, but I just don't think AEW is big enough that it's going to get every AEW video game fan to buy it, and I don't think the game's good enough that it's going to get every wrestling fan to go buy it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's the thing as well. Like, It just does not have the legs, and what keeps the WWE games alive is that creative custom wrestlers and all that. The, the mm -hmm. mod community is just phenomenal, and they could put AEW wrestlers And that's the thing, WWE. right? If you like, really wanted, like, if you love wrestling games and you love AEW only, you're telling me you're not, you haven't bought WWE 2K just to get into the creation suite where they've made all these people and it is up to date and it is, you know, everybody who's current on the roster doing their current thing and they're upload like the creation community is so amazing over there. I can't imagine that other than supporting the game, the 
team you love. Like when I fucking bought ECW Revolution and I was so fucking over acclaimed wrestling games, but I still fucking bought it, Paul, because I was there to support you, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> I want to move on. Tim, you're buying this, you're buying this to put a button on this, you're buying this game for the engine. That's it. Like yeah. you're buying it for the wrestling engine yeah. and the nostalgia of it and it and it still captures that magic. Once you start pulling at it then you realize well there's not much here but if you have a good time you can have a great time with some friends with it but it's the engine and i hope tim that they do make another because i want to see the rainmaker in this engine he has some movesets in there but that's the problem tim you can't make okada in this game you should be able to make him like it but you can't there's none of his gear there's nothing like that wwe you could literally make any wrestlers because they kind of put those kind of gear yeah. in there for you to connect the dots to make okada yeah, mm. I'm hopeful for you. I we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Uh, you missing... know, factions in me didn't happen. So <laughs> I'm missing the voice right now. We haven't heard from this man, Snowbike. Hey, Mike, hey, in quite I'm here. A while. If you've been an audio listener, of course you haven't heard my voice. But if you've been watching, I've been really enjoying this conversation. Right? Like, are you going to come join Money in the Bank on Sunday or Saturday? There's spikes where I question. smiled and I was like, "Ooh, I'm interested in this game." And then there's moments where I was like, "Oh man, that's too bad that this game isn't hitting that." You know what I mean? But I will say this, Greg. Boot up fucking this video game at Money in the Bank and we'll smash each other. But that was a fun. I love that. Uh, but like, yeah, here's here. the deal though. I, I haven't heard much of your voice Tell today, me. but I have yeah, been yeah. hearing a lot of your voice. And uh, one of my favorite things that I ever heard in that voice mm. was about a week ago. Yep. When you come up to me and you're like, Tim, this Final Fantasy game. What's up with that, man? Mm -hmm. What's up with that? And then you start texting me about your experience while you're playing it. Losing your mind from how hyped you are. Mm -hmm. I am so thrilled about this. Yep. What do you think about Final Fantasy 16? Uh, Tim, I'm happy to say that Final Fantasy 16 has got the sauce. Okay, that is a must-play video game of the year. I'm really blown away. It is like truly my first ever Final Fantasy experience. I did about two hours and seven. Regret that I never went back to it, but you know, I put down that place. Two hours seven. Control. Regret it. <laughs> uh, did the boy band for about two hours. Never went back to it. So this is the first one where I'm like. I'm sitting on the couch, and I'm fully engaged. And I think, you know what it is? Not only is the combat incredible, and we'll talk about that, but it's the story. Really, honestly, Clive in this story is really bringing me along where I am wowed at every turn, right? I am excited to see what is next, what's going to be the next big reveal. Ben, we had on the, you know, the Twitch stream earlier, I was blown away because at first I was like, okay, this guy's voicing a character. That's cool. Like, didn't really know much what was going on. After X amount of hours, I'm like, man, this guy is killing the role right now. Him, all the other voice actors really bring something special to this world. And, yeah, I'm loving this. I'm having a ton of fun with this. So how far are you? Because I know you're still pretty early. And uh, do, you plan, do you think you're going to roll credits? Yeah, I'm about to raid the Capitol. So, you know, it's going to be pretty something special. <laughs> of course, if you, if you played the game, you know what's going to happen here. Uh, I will roll the credits. There's no question about it. I am finding about an hour to two hours nightly where I'm playing this. I am getting lost in the world, right? I think as a Final Fantasy newbie, it is cool to see enemies that I'm sure have been in other Final Fantasy games where it's like, oh, man, look at this crazy creature that I'm fighting. And then, yeah, every single time it pulls me in and I want to play more, right? Like, you know, just helped out the madam. You know, she got me in on the backside of everything. I really loved that moment, right? I'm still searching for my little bro out there. Like, where is my little bro? Why doesn't he want to talk to me? I've accepted my truth as Clive and like I've brought on a new <laughs> side of me that I think a lot of people are going to like also like the battlefield will probably not like, but that's super dope. I mean, 
what's up with these other warring factions? What's up with these godlike creatures? Why, when am I going to fight this jabroni on a horse? Like, there's some dope stuff, Tim. Oh, yeah. I can go into the whole story. I'm blown away. And then the combat side of things, I think really something special is, is you're in it for the story like I have been so far. I think they do a great job at, like, right when you're done with the tutorial, they give you the three rings, which is, hey, if you're not good at combat and you just want to smash square to get through this, here's a ring for that. Hey, if you don't know how to call in the dog to go do some stuff, here's a ring for that. Like, hey, you you forget about health potions sometimes? Here's a ring for that. And, like, equipping those have made it so I can just enjoy the story. Or I take one off and I try to get better at that process, like the combat, right? And it's like, I love that idea of jumping right in and saying, hey, you want the training wheels on? You just want to enjoy this and coast? Here you go. Kudos to them for that. That was a smart move. Absolutely. Sancho, have you been playing any Final Fantasy? Okay, so um, when I asked Greg about, you know, doing AEW, he was like, how about Final Fantasy? You ever played that before? Can you give us some thoughts on that? I was Fucking like, noob. <laughs> I was like, I've been in Fortnite tournament for so many years, right? Because that is what I do. I cover Fortnite. I, I cast Fortnite, host Fortnite. And so I don't have time for single-player games. And games that require so much 40, 80-hour playthroughs or whatever in the open world, this is not me, especially when I'm a dad of two. Um, but this game bangs, dude. This game is really, <laughs> really good, dude. This game is, is amazing because it, it. I know Final Fantasy, you know, is a turn-based uh, you know, combat and all that kind of stuff where you're going back and forth and... I, I know for the longest time when I was growing up, you would see a sick-ass trailer, and then you would see the gameplay. You're like, wait, why is it all pixel art? Like, this would look really cool in the trailer, but here we are, and this game has that magic. It looks like the trailers. Like, that to me is amazing. Um, as someone who's been missing Onimusha for so many years, like, I oh miss that series, and I'm waiting for Onimusha to come back. Every time I'm watching a show that has any kind of samurai, like, Onimusha? This has an Onimusha-type light vibe to it. It's not as um, chunky as Onimusha. It's more fluid. But to me, it feels, as someone who's been in multiplayer lockdown, that I'm reading a book, and I'm enjoying this grandiose story with these grandiose characters. And then, like, you think, like, this fight is almost over, but then it hits again. It's a, like, a, like a cascading tidal wave of, a, of another moment, another epic moment, another epic moment. And I'm about, like, a third of the way into the game, um, I just got my uh, dominance of the the wind one, whatever you know, and that to me, those moments were just so cool. Now, granted, you could be elegant with this game. You could be Andy Cortez, right? You could parry and you could dodge, but I'm just being a monster. I'm literally just dodging and <laughs> spamming my triangle as much as possible with no care or disregard to anything because it is a, as as Mike said, it's a very um, approachable game. It's it's not like Elden Ring where it punishes you for messing up. Your the spawn points are very forgivable. The and I like that. And you get all your potions back. And you could explore if you don't if you want to. You could do side quests or you could just uh, what we call in Fortnite white line. Go white line the story. Just go straight through and have a great time because these cutscenes, even though they're hefty and they're long, they're amazing. Like I, I never felt so engrossed. Like I, it's like like a Game of Thrones type of thing, and so I love that notion of uh, one of the dumb things I had said. And I say a lot of dumb things, Tim. Mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. Uh, hey, yeah, I, 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 oh now, um, one of the dumb things is like it feels like I'm playing a musical where you're so excited to get to the next musical number, which is the next boss fight. 
So, you know, there's the, you know, sometimes the, the, the fighting is like monster closety and you're, yeah, you got to go through a little, little arena and you could, like I said, you could push your way through it. But when you get that musical number starts hitting and the cutscene starts going and like Mike said, and the story ramps back up again, you're just like, I'm all in. And this, this game is singing. This game is singing something that I've been missing a very long time. And the last time I had this kind of feeling was, um, what's recent was Resident Evil 2 Remaster. Like they don't make, I love games that are just perfect paste and perfect capsules of entertainment and this is what it's doing for me and i know it's not final fantasy the way it was or the boy band one and all the final fantasy eights and seven <laughs> remasters i know it's not that but dude it just lets me know that the world of final fantasy it, there is this room for it they should allow these type of games in it because like who knows maybe i'll pick up one of those mmos or maybe i'll, I'll try that out because my only experience with final fantasy was i used to work at circus city and they used to sell those <laughs> Big old white cases that had the external hard drive. Oh my like god! Next... Final Fantasy 11. You remember those? <laughs> you remember those? Dude, like nobody bought those things. They just sat, collected dust, and then I, I, that's my only kind of uh, tie to this franchise. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I said, when you start doing some nasty combos and you're switching between uh, the two powers, whoa, oh my Mike, gosh. tell Come me, on. Mike, what, it feels like you're on a whole other level, right? It's a whole other level. The combat is so fluid and sweet, and then. The fights are epic and grand, right? Lady B up on the clock tower is just like, oh my gosh, this is so cool, right? And like, Lady B's got two dudes and like, they're both badass dudes, you know what I mean? Like, that yep. storyline is lit for sure of where that goes, Tim. <laughs> Let me tell you what, dudes be dudes, man. They're not happy about things. They ain't so happy. Cool. They ain't happy. Oh, Great. But, uh, dudes man. be dudes. I mean, I just can't, I can't spoil it, but like, if you played it, yeah, you no, know these no, dudes no, be dudes no, right no, now, no. you know? Greg, I, I know you haven't played too much, but uh, <laughs> I haven't really heard your thoughts on what you have played so far. Uh, I was super intrigued. I so the yeah, there's nothing to really report. I'm still sub three hours in this because it came in. I we were in the middle of something. Oh no, we were getting ready for SGF, but I was still obsessed with Diablo with Jen. So then at some point, I played those three hours to see if is this going to be good? Is it not or for me? Is it going to work for me? Super loved the combat. I wanted more of the combat in those three hours. I know the game's just getting started, obviously, and like the story, but then put it down to move to AEW to keep playing Diablo to work on another review that I can't talk about, Platinum, another game that I'll eventually be able to talk to. Uh, so the hope is now with breathing room to get back to it. But I think I honestly might just restart it because I, I even now it's like I know it's got the great story recap system, but I'd love to because what was it? I yeah, I started it here at the office. And so I started on my shitty screen over there. I'd love to start it in the basement on the giant TV screen and oh, go from there. Yeah. yeah. You, you totally, I definitely think you should do that. At the same time, I do think that the opening hours of the game, like three hours, very kind of basic tutorial stuff in a way oh, that it's not, like. It's not that I'm worried about not being able to play the game. Yeah, but even I, then. Stories. Story-wise stuff, like I think you'll be okay. If okay. you like, I, I personally think that it'd be better for you to just keep pushing forward. Okay. Because I think mm. you'll get hooked. They'll catch you up and like. All that other stuff, like, they do a good job, I think, of even kind of repeating it um, over and over. Because now I'm on my second playthrough of the game. And uh, when you are you platinum doing it, uh, so you that's my thing. Is like I, I'm working on that platy, baby. Like, I, it, it seems attainable. It seems like it, it'd be a fun thing to do. Nope. Something that I'm a little concerned about is um, I'm definitely going to, like, 100% get all of the things in the game. And I'm very, very, very close to that already. Um, I have a couple hunts left. And then um, there's a couple, like, weird little things I need to collect. But... 
I'm doing it. Um, but the uh, biggest thing is <laughs> New Game Plus. Um, they add a lot to the game. There's a lot of incentive to want to keep going. Like, I, I don't want to even, it's not big spoilers, but I don't even want to say exactly what some of the things are. But they're the type of features I want from a New Game Plus. I okay. often complain when uh, New Game Plus isn't uh, at launch with a video game because it's like, what I want to actually play it is right now. And like, give me good incentives of like, not just making it fun, but making it even more fun. Like, give me some things that I'm like, oh, I am incentivized to want to replay what I have just played. And I mean, the cutscenes alone are a great reason. And like the boss fights alone are a great reason. But I think this game has enough other stuff and it being available right now. I'm like, oh yeah, man, I'm here. And that being part of the platinum is beating it on a new game plus mode. And I'm like, seems a little lofty. I still need to get back to Zelda, but I'm also like, I don't want to stop playing Final Fantasy 16. It's so damn good and rewarding. So um, I'm having a blast uh, playing it right now, again, even. And um, I, in, in New Game Plus, you can essentially skip the first three hours. Oh, like, nice. It's like, th that's what I'm saying, where it's like, I feel like they even understand that there's like a a real starting point of the game. Um, but yeah, Sancho? Tim, I was going to say, you were, you know, we talked about the concert. Mm -hmm. They had this song there, right? Oh, they yeah. had the actual. How was that? I mean, I just got chills even you just saying that. <laughs> um, it was the first time they ever played Final Fantasy 16 music live. And like I, I said this on my review, this is the most nitpicky Tim ass bullshit that only I will complain about. Uh, but I have such a dumb trained ear when it comes to like orchestral shit where it's like I know when it's a real orchestra or when it's like a MIDI. This is uh, electronic representation of a violin or a horn or whatever. And things have gotten real good. Choirs of, is this a real voice or is this kind of a, a, a you know, a, I'm blanking on the word, like a sound Keyboard. font yeah, uh, yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, and again, I think that there's, it, it's unrealistic to expect a hundred plus hours of original music be fully orchestrated and all that stuff. You just don't see that. Um, but I do think, and also the levels of arrangements and stuff in this game are incredible insane and so complex um hearing these songs that i've now heard for 80 fucking hours over and over and over hearing it live and with the live orchestra i'm like this is where it's at man it is so good it is so rich and just so so damn amazing and i feel like in the game itself, it's just like I, I wish I wish that there could be like an actual like an orchestra placement or something one day. Because eventually there will be all the different concerts that they have all the songs and all that. But um, man, it is the music is is so good. Um, I must have listened to like there's only one song on Spotify right now called "Find the Flame" from Final Fantasy 16. I must have heard Where's listened to it a hundred times. Can you find the flame? <laughs> is that the main like I said, it's a musical? <laughs> it's not the main game, but it's like uh, I mean, it's one of the like okay. like the main big boss. I think it's like the main boss theme they oh okay yeah you, you put a final fantasy 16 concert on i'll be there oh yeah, wow. Hell yeah. Or, now will you be there or will you just buy tickets i will purchase tickets and support oh Lord. possibly in question. the seat <laughs> you know I i'll be there for uh greg do you or everybody um lean with greg do you feel like this is like an uncharted type pace mine like minus the side stories like if you just did the main missions because that's what i feel like to me like you you want to see that next cutscene, so you will go through like the monster closets and you'll go through the little combat areas just to get to that because that's the kind of quality of cutscenes that i'm getting from final fantasy and then that's the, the one of the like fleeting thoughts that i had like this feels like very uncharted like the cutscenes the cinematics the the quick time events the cinematic what strikes and the cinematic dodges like all that kind of stuff 
it feels that to me like a God of War type esque. It feels very PlayStation y, so to speak, when it comes to a single player experience. I'm way too early to know. I hope so. I know that was one of the things you talked about after you reviewed it. Or like, Greg, I think you're going to like it because it's got to worry. This is a PlayStation game. This is a PlayStation Final Fantasy. And like, you mm. know what that means. It's exactly what Sancho was just explaining. Like, this is a third-person action-adventure, narrative-based. We give a shit about production values. We're going hard. It's also PlayStation exclusive. Uh, right. All of that stuff, though, it's like, yeah, I, I think that this game is just as similar to uncharted 4 as it is any final fantasy and i'm saying all of this only in the the utmost this is a game for me i am obsessed with this game the production values are there the story's there the reward system that you're talking about sancho of like getting to that set piece and everything in between being so fun that stuff's all there yeah. It is open, but it is also very, very, very linear in a way that I appreciate. It doesn't waste your time. There are some open things that you get to. Some of the side quests, I, it, it's really interesting where the way I played it, I just did them all. I feel like the side quests are excellent in this game because of what you get from them, which is fantastically written conversations and deep characters that you give a shit about and all of them relate and connect. And the more side quests you do, the more rewarding the end of this game is. Having said that, I understand why people are like, yo, these side quests are not it because they're basic as hell and they're all just take thing A to place B for reason C. And it's like, all right, cool. But I think that what you get from those is so worth it that it's like, man, this is what I'd be looking for from a side quest. Whereas I compare it to like God of War Ragnarok, where I would say like, those are some of my favorite side quests I've ever done because doing them, I didn't realize I was doing a side quest. I felt like I thought I was doing main story content because it felt like every single thing was that big whereas this you're not getting set pieces from the side quests you're just getting again incredibly incredibly well-written bits of information that strengthen the entire experience yeah i had to deliver porridge to an old man and i still had fun doing it because he had a great writing yeah that's great okay good yeah 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 Oh, well, that's like a metaphor of life. We just need to all have great writing and people would care about us. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is true. Speaking of great writing, write something great in the comments below. Let's get the engagement up. Greg, let's what's get some the code word today? There. The code word today is West but East question mark. <laughs> you leave that in the comments and we'll see it, everybody. Uh, Sancho, thank you so much for joining us for your thoughts on AEW, Final Fantasy 16, all that good stuff. Where can people find you? You can find me at all things at Sancho West. I am on live on Twitch TV dot Sancho West. Holy, it's a long day. Monday through Friday, I am there. You can see me like at 10 a.m. Pacific. I'm, you know, we're usually in tandem with the kind of funny. So, and say hello. I know the boys are live too, but say hello to me. Hell yeah, man. Mike, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. I hope your Final Fantasy adventure continues. I'll tell you what, man. I got a lot going on. A lot of stories that I got to get into. Yeah. Greg, I... I hope more than anything I start getting texts from you sometime soon of sure. like, dude, I just got this. I just got this. Because I do think you're going to fucking love this game. I hope so, and I hope so, and I hope to get back to it tonight unless we're playing Diablo. Diablo, Diablo, Tim, it's so I got good. demons to slay. <laughs> Video games are cool, everybody. Let us know in the comments below what you will be playing uh, this week. But until next time, I love you all. Goodbye.